Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field report. Last Thursday, we kicked off the first of five of the virtual Beyond the Basic meetings. This series will continue for the next four weeks every Thursday morning. We're overwhelmed by how many people signed up for the series. What was also impressive to see how many landowners signed up as well. It's always a good deal when landowners show interest in the stewardship of their ground. A recording of the meeting is now up on the website if you didn't get to watch it live and want to or you want to review areas that went by too fast. Those of you who registered will receive an email link with the password to view it. If you or your landowners are not registered and you'd like to take in the series, you'll need to get registered first and then you'll get a link for the recording. I strongly recommend first-time viewers to be on the basic series to watch them in order. Each one builds on the last and gets a little more in-depth as we go. Try to watch last week's before you join us this week. Beyond the Basic series is free to all of our soil testing customers and people in your operation who you'd like to attend. If you're not a soil testing customer but would like to take this in, uh, go to our website and at croptechconsulting.com and you can sign up for this series there uh, with a registration fee. We get a lot of great questions at the Beyond the Basics meetings. In the first meeting, we dove into the differences in how soils are tested and how the soil samples are pulled, the differences between labs and extractions they use, and how this creates big differences in the soil test results. This always stirs up questions. One question we get is how to deal with fertility clauses built into the farm lease. More and more, especially on cash rent ground, are set up that at the end of the lease, the soil fertility needs to be maintained or restored to the original state. Now, this is not a bad idea, preventing farms from being sucked dry on fertility. I'd like to tell you that that doesn't happen, but the number of new farms our customers pick up every year that have been pulled down hard is surprising. Most of the time, it is high cash rent farm going for the highest cash rent bid every year. In this situation, stewardship is never part of the equation. Most of the time in these situations, owners or managers do not care what the fertility is as long as they get the highest bid. Most likely, soil test levels are not even part of the rent negotiations. When we see a clause to maintain fertility in the farm lease, it usually comes from a landlord or landlords who are involved in the stewardship of their land. These landlords are usually interested in stewardship in other areas as well, like erosion and tile holes and waterways and etc. These landowners are usually not interested in the highest rent, but more in who will be a good steward to their ground. Using a soil test to measure the starting and ending fertility is a good way to know if a tenant mined or maintained the farm's fertility. The problem is who took the test, how do they pull the test, when did they pull the test, and what lab or extraction method was used? As we talked about in the first meeting of the series, we could send a crew out and grid sample a field and send it to lab A. We could send a second crew out an hour later, have them zone sample the field and send it to lab B, and the results would not look alike, even though they were sampled on the same day. Now imagine... A different crew pulling soil, soil test at the end of a three-year lease, a different time of year, and sending it to a different lab. 
big swings in P and K and organic matter could happen on paper that really didn't happen in the field. We've been involved with a number of these situations and trying to explain the differences about soil testing techniques and procedures that might cause such swings never goes over well at the end of a lease when sometimes relations are strained anyway. If you're entering into a lease where there is a clause uh, that the fertility needs to be maintained to a soil test level that the landowners have from the current soil test, be careful. What do you know about that soil test? I have seen it happen where farmers say, no problem, I'll take care of your ground like it was my own. And they do. But at the end of the lease, the exiting soil sample does not match the starting one and somebody wants to be paid. Looking at the results, I can tell you it's just a difference in labs. But if both parties are in dispute, nobody wants to hear that. You can end up with a landlord who is mad because organic matter has dropped from 4.2 to 2.4. He is convinced the farmer has destroyed his soil health. As you learned from our first meeting, that kind of swing between labs and organic matter is very possible. And as you'll learn in future meetings in this series, cutting organic matter in half in three years is impossible, no matter how bad a farmer you are. It is like measuring something with the metric system and then again with the U.S. standard system and expect to get the same reading. You'll need a conversion factor to do that. They'll eventually tell you the same thing. But trying to explain this at the end of a lease gets a little tricky. My recommendation, before you sign a lease with a fertility clause, ask if it's okay if you get your own soil test to be used in, a, in the starting place for some protection. Let us soil tample the field before you start farming it. We've been using the same procedure for over 30 years. Then give your base soil test to the landowner for them to compare. At the end of the lease, we can pull an exit soil sample to protect everyone. If the landlord wants to pull an exit soil test as well, he needs to get it pulled by the same company at the same time of year and run by the same lab as the original. We cannot mix and match labs with these leases. Believe me, it causes heartache. If you're already into it or at the end of your lease and you run into this issue, you need to know how, when, where the first samples were taken and what extractions were used to run them. And then we need to try to repeat the same thing. Keep the good questions coming and we'll meet again virtually Thursday morning. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.